0: <laughs> That's
1: it's not it's not it's not where you thought it was going
0: no but, uh, no but th- it arrived Thanks. and there it was
1: it how are you this lovely evening dennis is this oh, I'm, I'm 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 happy to
0: say that i'm better i'm better i had a, a few rough days after the uh the yeah Academy you were Awards. all snotty
1: well no it was, I,
0: it was emotional state I, I found myself with a some type of disorder where I uh, felt like Chris rock for a couple of days. Hmm.
1: Yeah. I suppose we have to talk about that. Don't we?
0: Well, yeah. Well, I was watching it live when it occurred. Were you? And so I'm one of the multitudes, uh, some 15 million people watched it, which is second lowest ever, but better than last year's 9 million. And they had planned it to be so much more diverse, you know, and, and and it was incredibly diverse. And there were old people and Asian people, African-Americans. The music was... was uh, yeah, Liza was Latinx. there. It was just very thoughtful, very thoughtful. And then to celebrate all of that, one black man gets uh-huh. up like he's king shit of the fucking world. King Richard. And in front of the Academy Awards, the entire group, Including, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, uh, Flash, uh, S- Superman, uh, the Mighty uh, Hulk was there. I the mean,
1: superheroes he, were all there. They were all there. Certainly, Fucking you know, A. Anyway, they
0: didn't do the anything. Actors who, the actors who played them and they all sat on their hands. He slaps them. They know it's real. Right. Just he's screaming at them. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And and uh, and 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 Chris Rock says, hey, man, it was just a G.I. Jane joke. And uh, then he gets really loud and screams it and says, I said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And the whole place shut down and they let him sit there. And then a few minutes later, they gave him a standing ovation for uh-huh. best actor, and they were processing the moment. I don't. There was discussion about escorting him out of the hall. Yeah, because I, uh, he 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 had he had assaulted someone clearly, right, with impunity in front of thousands of people and fifteen million viewers, and didn't care. What kind of a person does that?
1: I. Yep. I agree, Except I agree, someone I
0: agree. who is deranged. Deranged with narcissistic just... I don't know what.
1: Okay. Hold on. I'm sure narcissism has occurred at the Oscars before. But yes. Not like uh, this. Right. Well, um, correct. Uh, I... I Heard some discussion about how back in the 70s when when a Native American woman got up to ask to not be treated like trash in Hollywood movies. From what I read, and have not corroborated this, apparently like John Wayne wanted to get up and slap her a new one, but uh, was, def- was stopped by, by, you know, security. As anyone should be that tries to get up on stage to, you know, I mean, what the fuck? Yes, I agree. This was a bizarre, bizarre moment, and it's a travesty. Actually, you know, and, and as, what a as, what a what a what a way to destroy the best night of your life.
0: Well, he didn't destroy his life. He had a great time. Yeah. He had a great time. He danced and he partied, and he and his wife posed for a picture that they posted that said, "You just can't." You just can't trust anybody out of Philly or Baltimore or wherever Chris Rock is from acting like it was gang talk. His son tweets, uh, that's how we do it. And then at the at the party, he dances with his statue to his three greatest hits without a care in the world. You know, my question is, I wonder how Chris Rock's doing. Where's he? Where's he tonight? Partying somewhere? I don't think so.
1: Well, his upcoming tour has had ticket sales go through the roof because everyone wants to hear his side of the story. So uh, I think Chris is doing okay. Was it a... Look, if Will hadn't done that, Chris would have come out of this looking like the asshole of the evening.
0: For a moment, big, not any worse than anybody who does tells a joke that
1: doesn't eh, get right. It happens every year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. But but now no he's totally deal. exonerated, basically for making a dumbass joke.
0: Well, I don't know that and it's
1: exonerated. That's no. no he's not exonerated, but he's he, he is
0: the victim. There's no he, attention on what Chris Rock said. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so big so deal. now.
1: G.I. Right, Jane, exactly.
0: and the other thing that he that nobody has said is that one of the reasons that he did that was she was dressed in like army green, her uh, dress, which was exquisite and just the, one of the most luxurious gowns I've ever seen, happened to be kind of army green, and that was the. How other much of thing.
1: that is written bef- Like three nights before, he didn't, he didn't have that at rehearsal. Okay, that was
0: added. The other okay. thing that happened was that he he said the word Macbeth. He named the theater in a theater, and people who know Shakespeare <laughs> turned to each other and said, "This isn't going to end well for him." And two <laughs> minutes later, true story, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said Macbeth in a theater. This is going to be bad. A husband turns to his wife and says, "He said it. He he said it in the theater." And who would have thought, well, what could happen at the Oscars? What could happen? Oh, how about a guy sitting in the front row, gets up, walks over, strides, walks over to him, slaps him and turns his head with a loud thump, turns around, marches back to his seat, sits down and starts swearing at him.
1: Right. Yeah, it's. He's fucked.
0: I'm never going to go see another fucking movie he does.
1: I I sub- Never. like
0: Fucking bully.
1: the the Oscars like the 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 academy really should like revoke that that win. But I don't uh, think
0: they'll do that because the decision but, for him to receive the Oscar happened before the event.
1: Well, yeah, but so no but, one's lost an an award after they've been an asshole. No. I don't know. No. The the they won't do that. What right? The other problem is like then you then you, how do you decide a second place or do you give it to any, anyone? Yeah, right. Like, it always it always sort of sucks when like ten years after someone wins the gold medal, the the Olympics committee decides no, actually they were on performance enhancing drugs and like takes it away from them and and then like tries to like trickle down the the medals to the other people like that that sucks, yeah. but but and then his whole like man, you know, I got to protect my family or whatever uh, sort bullshit. of bullshit is was just gross. Protect his and family.
0: Did you see how hard he was laughing when he made the joke?
1: That's the another thing is that he was he Laughed was laughing off. and then he glanced it at his so wife. was so funny.
0: And then off-screen, off-camera, right. the next thing that happened that nobody has a picture of apparently Was a look that the whatever look his wife gave him that that turned him from a laughing about and realizing how much it hurt her, including him laughing, that he lost it. He had a mental breakdown. Anybody who would think. Yeah. That this is okay to get up and stride up and don't tell me he didn't go up there. No one from the moment he got up out of his chair that he was going up there to slap him across the fucking face. That slap was the most studied. It was so studied right. that people thought it was
1: choreographed. Yes, I remember. And there are the-
0: pictures of him swinging full swing right, full swing left. Chris Rock with a look on his face like, whoa, where
1: he's been hit.
0: Right. Fucking assault.
1: Yeah, it um it- certainly makes you question you know it's not it shouldn't be anyone's right to question how anyone's marriage is doing but uh, that particular union is um,
0: well it's certainly got it's unusual eccentricities driven by the main fact that we all know about it as opposed to every other marriage in the world correct correct exactly Uh, so
1: it, it like man what a like he's going to be remembered for that for his is is, this is this and and who's going to hire it like he's going to be financially he's going to be just fine but uh i hope that whatever projects he had in the pipeline are in the same way that like uh they digitally replaced a bunch of like Kevin Spacey stuff when he got canceled. Right. Um, that I think. Yeah, so imagine like,
0: this, what would have happened if it was a woman presenter and he hit her?
1: Oh yeah. There's all in, in, in the different races, race combinations. What if it was Javier Bardem that got up and slapped him because he was joking with him just briefly earlier. If it was a white on black violence, if it was black on white violence, or if it was yeah, man on woman the whole the whole thing would have been totally different. And but like they just happened to be the same race and gender which apparently made him think that that was going to be okay. Oh
0: hell. It was only Chris Rock.
1: Yeah, well, it um for there, by no means did, was Will thinking they're listening to Chris Rock. Oh, this guy is smarter and clever and more important than I am. Of course not. None,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's but, that's to say the least. King Richard. Nobody,
1: nobody did. So,
0: yeah, King, as you may recall... King, uh, King I, Will Smith.
1: As you may recall, I, I recommended uh, King Richard on this very show. And he I did. watched the first part of it, but then did not finish it. But... I also talked about, and very much enjoyed the best picture winner, Coda. That yes, we, and we, we you, talked you about saw that. It.
0: I never did see it, but I sure am going to. That's it's, the best I mean, it's, it's only, speech I've ever seen, ever, ever in my life.
1: Wow. Well, I, mo- I did best. not see that speech because no one could talk about any fucking thing else, well, but, um,
0: sucked up all the air in the room. Will, will, yeah, will it, um,
1: yeah, well well he maybe he won't.
0: anyway disconcerting and it was upsetting to me and it it affected my dream life uh, for, for whatever reason so it it uh it was disturbing
1: were uh, you? Uh, did you have nightmares about the fresh prince of bel-air or something or what, what happened
0: <laughs> i can't remember anything specifically at this moment <laughs>
1: I probably could have a wild, wild west it. or men oh, in I black. That's the other joke is, is, is people like to, uh, are showing the picture of, of, uh, Will Smith holding up that little wand that erases your memory. It's like, yeah, we'd like to have one of those right about now to show the whole world. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's look, people are fallible and people are assholes. And Yeah. Well I mean I, I'm not excusing his behavior by no means uh nor would I say, Oh yeah, if you talked about my wife like that. But but also I also like there there was a whole bunch a whole bunch of people on Twitter and whatnot that um that were supporting his actions. They were yeah. like, Yeah, you fucking talk about my wife like that? I don't care yeah. who's watching. And That sort of like masculinity, but also what?
0: Like what? GI Jane? Like that is such that's like the worst insult in the world.
1: No, I mean, it it it. Well, first of all, uh, so many of the people watching were not old enough to remember that reference, right? right. But also, uh, the argument from the other side is: look, you don't make fun of someone's medical condition. Did he know it? Well, he, he should have. How is that? Uh, you know, how is that uh, provable? But, but still. Well, he'd um, say so. Well, if you were making any public statements, why uh, would he? Or right, or
0: he'd wait to his show, just like w- you said.
1: Right, exactly. Or would he, you know, admit to knowing about it or not? Like, like who? No, n- I don't know maybe the rest of the audience was up to date on, on Jada's health. Uh,
0: yeah. But I certainly uh, didn't know anything about it. I thought yeah. she had shaved her hair and I thought she looked glamorous with a shaved head.
1: Right. Exactly. So I had no idea. So yeah. I mean, I think when you're up there on stage and you are told to mock the audience, so one one interesting tidbit I, I have about this is I listened to a podcast where one of the co-hosts is the Ricky Gervais. Oh yeah,
0: right. Uh, and, uh,
1: and he a is link. super famous for his and they kept inviting him back like four or five yes. times that he hosted the Golden Globes. And um he talks about how he uh goes through, like he writes all the jokes, they're all written, 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 and he practices them. And then he goes and he performs them for a team of lawyers from the network. And the lawyers are like, are, are there, hmm. And uh, and then like sometimes he makes a joke where the lawyers don't quite get it. Uh, like in particular in this, in his last one, uh, he says he's not doing any more. Uh, he was making, making fun of, uh, he was mocking, um, Helen Mirren for, uh, for her role in, in the movie cats, which apparently wasn't received very well, but, but he said, uh, yeah, you know, Helen Mirren, uh, you know, she, she's perfect for the role of cats because she likes to spend all her time licking her own minge. And the lawyers were like, wait, what does that mean? what is that word? And he was like, he explained, well, in, 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 in Britain, uh, it's a, it's a word for a woman's private parts. And they were like, Hmm, do enough of our American audience know that word to be offended by that? And also is it, is there any implication that he's actually, you know, accusing her of anything and, you know, anyway, and they, and they let it through, but he talks about that process of, he thinks. And did he say
0: that at the Academy? Yeah, room? yeah.
1: No, at the Golden Globes. Yeah, at the Golden Globes. Uh, yeah that that was that was in the that was in the set, and and you know Helen Mirren sort of chuckled or whatever. She's British, of course, so she understood. Uh, and it's, uh, but it goes to how he, he's thought through all the possible implications and also like chris rock when you're in that room the rule about you no, know, you should only punch up in comedy dude if you're on stage and you, the rest of, of hollywood is there you are punching up if you're making uh-huh. fun of anyone in the audience uh-huh. uh, and so that's all that's also true but also like he goes through and and figures out is could this possibly be offensive is there any way that this could be offensive and if so how and if and if it is then i will i will cut offensive is that can't be the test well no it has to be uh... it has to be offensive and true because you can you can you know you can make fun of of the big growth on my forehead but if i actually had a big growth on my forehead i would like that would be upsetting wait a minute hey uh hey so I'm I'm just saying. Hey. Yes. Psst. You there. Just uh you uh
0: you do have a
1: Was it throbbing when thro- I said that?
0: <laughs> it was turning blue.
1: Yeah. So, exactly. You
0: get mad like that it pulses. So, y-
1: if you're if you're making fun of uh someone that has a limp and you are mocking their limp, that is not okay. But if you're making fun of someone that has a limp and you Say that they, lisp. you know, yeah, I was, I was almost with lisp, but, uh, but yeah, uh, if you say that they drink too much, but they uh, clearly obviously don't or whatever, I don't know. Um, like you can, you can, you can say lo- funny lies about people, but you can't.
0: Well, I've listened, I've heard everything Ricky Gervais has ever said in these golden globes and, and they are outrageous. And they, they, they are the, the GI Jane doesn't even come close. It's not even in the same uh, game. Ricky Gervais is so offensive and so insulting this thing. It was lame.
1: Yeah. But in a in a, in a way that I don't know, is somehow cleaner than, than saying, Hey, you lost all your hair. You must be preparing for a role. If you but I don't know if he did that much research or if he let oh, you say
0: I, I think yeah. he he saw he saw the shaved head and the green clothes and it flashed on him and he did Probably. it going up there. I mean, did they not did they not hear him say the word Macbeth during rehearsals or did he
1: break the rule? <laughs> I like how that's where you're really focused on that that's, that's that's where things went wrong.
0: Well, oh, Denier, uh, what's his name? Denzel Washington knew it. Did you hear what Denzel Washington said to him privately?
1: To he who? said
0: to him? He said, "He said, when you're at your peak,
1: that's when the devil comes to take you." That's what that's what Will said that Denzel said to him during his when Will yes. was giving his speech. Yeah. Yes. Which is exactly the most perfect summary of that night for right. Will Smith right? You're at your peak, you're winning an Oscar for the thing that you are most proud of your ability to do. Because if you're winning an award for something that you don't really care about, whatever, but if, if like you think of yourself, if you define yourself as first and foremost, I'm an actor, then, you know, the night when you win an Oscar is uh, the most.
0: Well, he would do well by checking himself into some type of a rehab facility for immediate anger management just to show that he recognizes that his behavior was absolutely incorrect.
1: That would be, that would be the, like his public, if you were his, pub, his publicist, uh, that's what you would recommend for sure. Hey, speaking of which, uh, congratulations to a friend of the podcast, Jessica Chastain for her Oscar.
0: Oh yes and actually, I've not seen that
1: movie yet I have uh,
0: but and I lived in Fort Mills South Carolina when Tammy Faye and Jim Baker yes started Heritage Village. I lived there for all those years that this is about. I was reading The Charlotte Observer mm-hmm. about Jim and his as homosexual uh, uh, bullshit a real time back in the day. And I had held both of them in the lowest of esteem. This movie <laughs> fixes that wrong notion Yep. because Tammy Faye actually was quite ahead of her time as a feminist and as I, as a defender and advocate of the queer and gay uh, community. Yes. And, and pressed a lot of people the wrong way and really did do good. She, she lavished in riches that were illegally gotten. Right. Uh, but her husband said that it was all part of the, of the plan. You know, I don't know, but anyway, it, it turned my eyes open, uh, turned your eyes open. The reality of, uh, of her. And until Jessica Chastain said as much during her acceptance speech, I had wondered about it and then realized with what fervor she, 10 years ago, bought the rights to this because she thought this woman's story needed to be told and her perceptions of her needed to be fixed. Nice. Even more uh, meaningful uh, after that. I'm so glad. In fact, I saw it the night before the Academy Awards, which I kind of didn't know were going on. And then I did. And I said, oh, here they are.
1: And I yeah, I. I, um, I haven't seen the movie and I did not see her acceptance speech, but, uh, I have listened to, there's this amazing podcast, uh, called you're wrong about, and it goes it's by, uh, millennials, uh, but they go, they go back and they look at, uh, these stories that you're sure that you know the narrative of this story. Like they did uh, they did one, well, they did one, they did a series of like seven shows about the OJ Simpson trial. Uh, but they did another one about, um, uh, w- well, I mean, they did one about um, Tammy Faye Baker uh, but they that they've done others about like Lorena Bobbitt and all of those stories that you you hear the name and you know what it's about yeah. or Monica Lewinsky, or those people. yeah. And almost every time it comes out that though the women were just not listened to and were assumed to be the culprit of whatever what was going on. And so there's one about Tammy Faye, Jessica Chastain, Actually heard that. I don't know if when she bought the rights to, to make that movie, or 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 when she heard about it, but like clearly she was interested in that, and she heard that episode, and then just before, like a, five months ago, whenever before the movie came out, they had her on the on the show, and they talked about how she had been informed and really moved by the just the because they do this really. Pretty decent reporting where they go back and they look at how how this event happened and how um, how the media took it at the time, or you know all these things like the dingo ate my baby, like that lady who that- like there's a there's a there's a documentary about how how she was totally maligned and a the media was just terrible. My baby. Right. Exactly. So there's all the, anyway, so I, I really want to see that movie because uh, like now you say Tammy Faye Baker and people think, Oh, she wore too much makeup. Is, is the thing that is the thing that people remember. That's it though. Right. And, but, but, but in like, at the time uh, she was actually uh, like, she always just liked being, being made up even when she was a child, like that was just a thing that she liked. And uh, it was sort of her way of wanting to be on camera. I don't know.
0: Well, Jessica Chastain uh, being uh, made up for her over the course of 30 years was a stunning, stunning feat.
1: Well, it won the Oscar for for
0: makeup. Yes, it did. And for good, for damn good reason. And uh, of course they thanked her You know, and said she was the perfect, you know, guinea pig, you know, for us to do what we needed to do. Um, But she did kill it. She nailed it. It was quite, I was, I was, I didn't think I would like it. Right. Simply because I didn't, I don't. Because you knew. I didn't think uh, I liked Tammy Faye Baker. I certainly didn't understand her well enough. Right. Which
1: is the whole, the whole point of this, of this, of this podcast is, is that. Uh, if you go back and look at the evidence, you look at, uh, you know, Tanya Harding or all of these people that you, that you, there's an immediate visceral reaction from hearing the name where you remember what the, what the news narrative was. And uh, actually going back and looking at the, um, at the people is, uh, and seeing what the evidence was at the time is pretty, uh, it's it, it's a it's a cool podcast.
0: Yeah, I think you told me about one that they had done. I can I'm sure
1: remember. I have.
0: I can't remember what the probably I OJ. Think it was, oh, I know. Was it about uh, time travel? No. You did send me a podcast about these guys who were, or it was it was in the show notes. Anyway,
1: I thought <laughs> not we about nice. time travel, uh, but the no, I mean not... This particular one although it sort of is about time travel because it's like going back and uh, wronging wronging rights i was right. going to say but that's backwards
0: so the trailer came out for the new nicholas cage movie which is hilarious
1: that we talked about one last of these week. these
0: oddball shows where the actor is playing a version of himself sort yes of like, you, you know, talked
1: about this last week the making
0: um, uh, for example
1: you, okay. and you and you and you got the name wrong, but uh I looked I it up do. and it's in the show notes. I always do. Well, I mean it is a hard, stupid name. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. Which is, you know, what I was gonna call this podcast until you joined. <laughs> so
0: Oh, what cutting edge humor you have tonight.
1: <laughs> yes. You can't nick me in a cage. Wait. Uh, yeah. It's, so but that's not out yet
0: no uh the trailer's out ah. and uh the trailer gives you a glimpse of it which it's it's i already know i have to see it
1: yeah i i appreciate people being able to poke fun at themselves in such a way uh, like eh uh, I mean, like Will Smith can't, but um, I don't know. Some celebrities are willing to sort of play themselves as the, as the goofy celebrity version of themselves.
0: Yeah. But- Well.
1: Speaking of G.I. Jane, you know who's in this movie? Demi Moore. In which movie? In the Nick Cage movie.
0: Oh, really? Really? Ha ha she uh, owns a home up in Traverse City, Michigan on the lake.
1: And as we uh just before we got on the horn here, um uh, I got a notification that uh, Bruce Willis is retiring. He um he has some illness that means he can't act anymore. Oh so, no. Yeah so what, what, you know. when, what's the illness though yeah,
0: like Parkinson's or something like that
1: aphasia he has a brain disorder called aphasia which is impacting his cognitive abilities it's more common than Parkinson's cerebral palsy or muscular dystrophy it affects 2 million Americans uh it's a like he Probably can't think as well as he could before. And yeah. I imagine to remember your lines and, you know, pretend to be someone else, you have to have a pretty well-working brain. So Yeah, I would say. So, uh, you know, forward out for him. Well, you know what that calls for? Popping a top for Bruce. Popping a top Love. for Bruce.
0: Killians, George Killians. I lovely, got a twelve lovely. pack for uh less than eleven bucks
1: on sale. Well that's less than one per beer, if yeah. my math is correct.
0: Yeah, I say about five dollars.
1: Dozen for eleven.
0: Well let's see. So uh what else uh hey so did you uh talk about the uh, article I sent you about the um, uh, as I said in earlier in episode while I lived in Florida uh monkeys were uh, populated the uh the area where I lived so talk about this article
1: so okay I am aware that since literally episode one you've been on and on about spider monkeys and monkeys and stuff and that you, you know, like them by the barrel, but I don't specifically recall you saying that when I that when you lived in Florida there were monkeys,
0: but a monkey crossed the road that, that I that that I said might have been a lemur or a, a lemur. I probably mispronounced that. It's probably a lemur. lemur.
1: Yes. Is it, it lemur? Is. It is. The lemur brothers. They uh, they couldn't bank very well, and so you a monkey crossed the road.
0: Well, and so at any rate, and you um, didn't ask yeah. why
1: the monkey crossed the road. Yeah, yeah, I knew why. Took it to the banana. <laughs> so yes, you sent me this article, uh, uncovering the uh, under. So <laughs> the article was marked as a celebrity gossip article which I thought was hilarious. Um, but it as should be right. Exactly.
0: Celebrated as so, celebrities, but an entire there, community. Of there's an entire community of monkeys Gathering in, the in Florida, outside, the airport.
1: outside of the airport, uh, that are all descendants from some escaped monkeys from uh, 1940. So that makes sense. It uh, coincides with your timeline you don't Yes. Yes. The time frame matched the, 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 the monkey, the monkeys were there when you were there. And,
0: and where, what airport was this?
1: I don't recall. Tampa. Some Florida airport. What okay. I, what I loved was the, um, was the, the woman that was interviewed, uh, named Missy, something or other said, uh, you know, the monkeys just go about their life the way you and I would. And then they cut to the monkeys that are like climbing on top of an SUV and like shoving whatever into their mouths. Right. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, just like you and I. Is that the way yeah. you live?
0: Funny. Well, and so it it actually jumped out at me as, as the proof that I knew you needed. Because if you listen to that recording, that episode you 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 held it in in utter disbelief you humored me but you treated it more like it was a symptom of a larger issue
1: (laughs) i mean that sounds like me yes but and you know this whole enterprise but so it was the fort lauderdale airport is where these guys are but Florida is so rainforesty that I'm yeah. sure you know the monkeys are just fine. Yeah. And
0: Well and um if they don't the gators. The older monkey was the uh original monkey's uncle.
1: Well, I mean if his daughter was the mother, that would be true. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Well, but yeah, this think, uh, Missy uh, Williams uh, gal was pretty interesting. She was just talking about, oh yeah, uh, I I got into protecting them because you know I love animals. Well, here's an excerpt: the the, the entrance to the sixteen acres, ruled by Mikey, the matriarch, Snow White, and their troop, is. At the parking lot's rear, sealed by a locked fence. Ooh, sounds exciting. The wow. mangrove trees are thick and the trail muddy, except where it's covered by shallow water. Boy, whoever wrote this. Kudos to uh, Terry Spencer.
0: Let's get her on the show.
1: From the AP News. Well, how do you know it's a her?
0: I thought you said her name was what? Terry. Oh, I just imagined a girl for some reason.
1: Yeah, I don't know. A woman in Africa, vervets are eaten by leopards, eagles, and snakes. But in Florida, the dangers are outside the mangroves—mostly cars and trappers who sell them as pets. So, stay away from the them, them humans, and you're okay.
0: Right. They probably got signs up all over the colony, all over the community. Right. Team meetings.
1: With a, with a, with a, a shape, like a, like a men's room, uh, man. And then the, the circle Fair. with a cross through it. Like Fair. if you see someone that looks like this right. standing on, on two legs, uh, avoid.
0: Right. Just right. like, you know, if, if it's four leaves, don't pick it. If it's two legs, don't get near it.
1: It's, uh, we got to run that with pick it.
0: Oh, uh. If it's,
1: uh, it's two legs, don't uh, mimic it.
0: No. Don't uh, two legs ain't no picnic.
1: We are going to go to the judges on that one and accepted. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, <laughs> that joke was borderline, borderline, but
0: borderline. Well, um, FYI, the weather's taken a turn. Uh, Same here. We got three inches of snow.
1: Ooh, not same here.
0: And uh, it was twenty degrees the next day, and I am a a, a slave to my calendar, and I had penciled in that Saturday as fish on, and as planned, I got up at at it's fish off, and uh, jumped in the truck and visited the Rogue River in Michigan, just about an hour from here in the bad weather, Rapids. And uh, went to uh, five different access spots in search for two things. Fishable waters, particularly for my uh, elderly brother who needs uh, slow-moving shallow water to wade in. I found it.
1: In a sense of meaning? Pardon? In a sense of meaning? What was the second thing?
0: Um, in, 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 in wading in the water, had it, it had to be... Shallow. you
1: went in search of two things
0: yes i didn't tell you the second thing yeah
1: that's what i'm that's why i'm guessing that that
0: what do you, oh i see what did you guess
1: a sense of meaning in the world oh. <laughs> you, she thought that. why would you go to a river
0: <laughs> no
1: <laughs> what are rivers for
0: I'm glad I saw an explanation because it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> but no, but it was a, uh, a brewery.
1: Uh, uh, was I have, beer was my second guess.
0: And uh, as it turns out, the fifth and final place near the town where I knew I would end my day, which I knew downtown, had the town uh, city brewery. Yeah. And, but I wanted to fish first. So I noticed on the map, on my uh, e-map, that uh there was a brewery near the river so i punched it and not only was the brewery near the river it was right on the river and it was a perfect place for me to fish for a while before i went across the street and went to the uh uh i believe it's called...
1: Wait, did you get so you ordered a beer I didn't catch you fish Oh yeah! You ordered a beer, but then you went back out with your fishing no, no, no. rod and
0: no, I went. I went right to the river, rigged up my line, went fishing in the current that was there hmm. for about forty-five minutes, and said it's cold. You were, you thirsty. were thirsty
1: at that point, yeah.
0: And went into a, a magnificent uh, brewery. I'll send you pictures of all this.
1: You often say I that. Did a,
0: I did a little bit of a travel log. Uh, open pit fires out in the back and a food truck growing their hops right out in the yard, growing um, their hops, you know, and, um, serving, I'd say 12 beers and had a great Amber beer that was just luscious. That's the music your heart. In we the know. week for a couple hours, you know, evening music, Wide mm-hmm. open, brand new building with three story high glass windows and an internal uh, glass window. You can see the two story. Boy, you uh, you know how to bird, survive, bird don't you? Tanks. And, and and anyway, and I I've, I found what I needed at the river. I ran into a guy. I'll send you a picture. He'll be famous now. Of he caught a two foot long steelhead, which is what I was looking for, and told me exactly where to go, which I did but I got my line tangled up so much and it was so fucking cold that I, I actually fished for about 45 minutes, but 30 minutes of that was spent tying new line. Cause I kept getting hooked up into trees and in the roots and every time, you know, you're at light line, you got six pound test line. So if you yank it very much and snap it to try to loosen the hook on a branch, it's can't... not like the branch is going to come with you. So yeah. I had to re-rig one time uh, almost uh, crotch deep in moving river water because I had waited to the perfect spot, and I busted everything off. So I had to tie it on in in the moving water, which is no fun. And it was cold. It was 22 degrees.
1: You, you've been saying that, yes. Windy,
0: blowing, and so, the, the river looked beautiful, though, just beautiful.
1: Okay, so there was a positive. I was going to oh, say, I loved like, it. I loved it. And the dude who caught the fish.
0: T- so you oh, caught I zero fish. Player. Huh?
1: You caught zero fish.
0: Yeah, zero. Didn't even hook one. But I did fish uh, uh You know, and I, I, I say this in all seriousness. It was more of a scouting trip. It was too cold and too yeah. early in the season to catch much.
1: Yeah. It it sounded to me like, uh, like you were, uh, fishing in air quotes, like. I just,
0: I was fishing, not catching.
1: That's so true, man. That's if you, why they call it fishing.
0: But I went to the, the access if, cause point Cause if you here, caught,
1: if you caught everything, they would call it catching, wouldn't they? They would, they would, but that I went so to
0: the, 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 uh, access point nearest where the rogue river empties into the huge grand river. And because it's a tributary and a feeder of the grand and quite a source of uh the the beginning lives of trout wait
1: are that, there are, are there rapids later near grand rapids or is that yeah another place yeah okay. yes that's there's so that name. is the, that is the rio
0: grande so to speak yes okay um and so the water that i found was so weightable and waitable. three quarters of it was on a golf course so there was no woods to try to tromp through or waiting for a half a mile and whoosh, 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 and knee deep water. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Oh my God, it gets tiring.
1: You had the hazard stakes right there to tell you where the water started. Right. <laughs> there were no
0: stakes actually. So, hmm. um, they probably take them down every winter though, because it t- t- decays the woods so bad. But right. at any rate, um, had a great time and found it's just you, you I by else.
1: yourself out, out there yes. being in
0: yes. your own world. Just me out and, you know, prepped everything and took a lunch and had a couple of beers, which I actually didn't drink because I went to the brewery instead. Do you enjoy I, that? I do you
1: enjoy that time being in your own thoughts? Oh, absolutely. That's- it's a, it's
0: a total, it's just me and whatever's going on around me. There's nothing else.
1: You don't think I'm about your you know, why your wife is mad or why uh, why the next project you have to do is do why or did anything you like she was that. Mad? Well I mean I, why I know wouldn't you wouldn't she so. be
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what you mean to say. Why wouldn't she be all the time? <laughs> she's married to you. Why wouldn't <laughs> she be mad all the time? What is there something about you that she knows that I don't know, of course. Yeah, yeah.
1: fine. No, no, but, but 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 no, my my question stands. Uh you don't you're not thinking about your daily problems. You're no. You're there and with I'm the about, with the birds and the what, whooshing of the water and
0: about this knot I'm trying to tie in my my line with, with six pound test that's the size of a thread with uh, 22 degree numb fingers that feel like I'm working with stones instead of fingers Do you, my fingers have turned to stone they were so cold
1: can, oh, you, compre- can you comprehend that, that that might not seem like fun to other people
0: yes they're uninformed so here's a fun thing so I, I finally I was finally got the drift I wanted in between these two uh, patches of uh, of snag material and and shot it in there, rolled the line in, kind of wigged it sideways to get it into the right spot, which I finally did right.
1: You gotta Drifted wig it. it
0: a bunch of times, bunch of times, bunch of times.
1: And then I hit a log. Wait, hold on. Hold on. You gotta get wiggy with it. Wiggy.
0: You gotta get wiggy with it. Oh boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy! I
0: wish I hadn't said that. Back to that again.
1: Okay, sorry. Hey, I'm not even going to
0: mention it. Um, so when I broke off that time, that was about the fifth time I broke off, and I was tired and cold. And I said, "You know what? I've seen enough. This is a great spot, but I just I I I don't. I'm too cold to be able to hit this the way I need to." So I this time the line broke right at the fly line, so my green fly line was laying loose at the end of my pole.
1: Your flies as, I,
0: as I started to walk home, I got back to the truck and what there was was a half a pole and six foot of green fly line lying on the ground. Somewhere in the walk back, the top part of my pole hooked onto a branch and I kept on walking. So I was missing half of a $250 fishing pole. So I, I, I immediately thought, well, I just dropped it.
1: This goes back to how present you are in the moment that I was asking before.
0: (laughs) So it's not at that moment. So it took me three trips all the way back to, you know, a point when I had been in the woods and checked the end of the line because it was snagged and knew I had both poles. So I didn't have to go all the way back, about halfway. And uh, third trip back, I found it. It was four foot off the ground stuck in a, in a in a green bush and since it's a green fishing pole it was pretty hard to spot ha ah, that was funny
1: that was good North Pole and South Pole this week I have uh, it's been 13 years that I have been a father my daughter turned 13
0: Wow teenager and do, 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 do.
1: And it, yes, do, 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 do. so teenagers, so far from my experience, she seems so mature and grown up, and we can talk about like politics and stuff. And but then she just makes the worst decisions when it comes to like who to hang out with or whether or not to do assignments. Or, uh, I don't know, it's very Like it's clear that there's there's a lot of intelligence there, but the brain is still developing. All of those, what (laughs) if? Right, exactly. So all of that, exactly halfway there, actually. All of that, uh, like forward thinking of, well, if I make this decision, what will happen in the future? uh, That just isn't happening, or something. I don't know. Right.
0: Well, I liken it to people who they consider that when you throw a pebble into the middle of a pond that there's no ripples.
1: I've heard this from you, yes. Yeah, like, it's just going to go bloop and go right in. Right. Sort of like um, someone that would, I don't know, go up on stage and slap someone. Like, just thinking that there will be no consequences like, what? What? I know, right? Uh, so also, she she went out and uh, invited some friends out to the cinema, as we call it here, the movie theater, and they watched a movie that I have since uh, found and started watching called The Protégé. And it's, it's this super tired trope of uh, this old um, assassin spy guy uh, adopts a young uh, girl and teaches her all of the ways to be a killer uh, like there's so many movies that are like that but uh, uh, I don't know this one's pr- pretty predictable but also kind of fun uh, that I'm enjoying it. Uh, stars um the the old guy is samuel l jackson who uh, who received an honorary oscar uh this past uh, week
0: for a life achievement i believe yeah
1: yeah but but it's like a separate ceremony like they don't bother the the really famous people there's like a separate it was little side thing
0: the, go- it was yeah, the governor governor's
1: it. yeah something and that. it
0: was presented by denzel washington i believe
1: correct 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 and correct and uh, And see, and also uh, Michael Keaton is in the movie, and uh, he's looking pretty good for whatever age he is. But uh... oh, and also I started watching a another Samuel L. Jackson thing on Apple TV Plus, which is uh, a thing you don't have, but it's where the All of the tech sphere after the Oscars, we're all excited about how Apple, with Apple TV Plus, is the first uh, streaming service to win the Best mm, Picture Award. Yes. Which, you know, whatever. But um, it's it's called something about Ptolemy Gray, the History of Ptolemy Gray or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah, um, yeah, right.
1: Right. Where saw, it's Samuel L. Jackson, yes, as just this old, old dude that is uh, sort of a belligerent old man. Um, you can find a mirror if you want to find one of those, but I've seen uh, two episodes of that, and it seems okay. But uh, do you
0: see the do you see the commercials there with uh, uh, him and uh, Charles no Barkley and? Yep. Uh,
1: you've mentioned Charles Barkley commercials before, but no, I do not see, I rarely, rarely, rarely see commercials, but, uh, this particular weekend I was sitting um, on the sofa with my, with my in-laws and they were watching some TV show where in Spain, there's like, it's, it's like forty-five minutes of, of TV, and then there's like fourteen minutes of commercials in between. And yeah, no, no, not necessarily interspersed. I mean, some interspersed, but for sure there's a there's a moment where you know you're gonna have nine minutes of commercials ahead so of you. So
0: get up and fold right. the laundry.
1: Yeah, get up and do something. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I have seen some commercials, and I don't know. The Spanish commercials aren't that interesting. The American commercials are way more. Well, edgy. I was gonna say they're more funny, but they they very much think they are more funny. Well, yeah, they're both because pretty. there's a there's an awful lot of of like humor where the the people acting like seem to think that they're being super funny in a way that they really aren't. But um, but no, you have mentioned Charles as a uh, as a commercial person before. Oh, speaking of American television, how about that uh, North Carolina Final Four? Series? Oh
0: man, you know it's the first time they've ever played.
1: I know. I have. I have some. Uh, there's a. Uh, there's a podcast I listen to where they talk about uh, North Carolina sports, college sports, for some reason, a, a lot, and uh, they're super excited about uh, this particular matchup, and how it's either a double nail in Shoshevsky's uh, coffin yeah. or it is a, uh, you know, yeah. he comes out of make, the, yeah. he's resurrected from make, the- make,
0: uh, make no mistake about it. UNC is going to wish they hadn't won that game at Cameron. They're going to wish they hadn't won it. Because, because they you had, think that they Duke is going to be so game, freaking motivated. This is the single heaviest motivator that is it is possible it is the revenge one more than even more
1: than the than the than the this is the final game of our coach
0: yes much more so okay much more so oh but, but you can't separate the two a unc player was quoted the day after they won the game and said that thing that they did at you at at Duke for their coach was over the top. Uh huh. Talk about what is going up on the fucking bulletin board. Overdone for their coach. They are, th- this, this may be, we'll, we'll see how the reps do. This is likely to be the most physical game we've seen in the NCAA to date. And we've seen some physical shit.
1: I wonder if it, um, it's not really possible to measure, but if, uh, if there's some point where being so fucking motivated to win is actually, uh, lowers your, that you to
0: the, to your shortcomings. That's why they have an something entire team of coaches.
1: Right. But, yeah. Right. But, but like, can you, can you want to win so much that you, that like all your best players end up, uh, fouling out of the game because they're just so fucking motivated that so they want aggressive? to destroy it. Right.
0: Uh, I think that they coach against that without, without a doubt
1: for sure for sure but like i don't know i'm just uh, hypothesizing hypothecalating hypothecalating so when is that game it's this weekend sometime uh is it
0: friday or saturday
1: for me weekend is saturday and sunday uh i think it's well i i don't know viewers can uh, viewers hey speaking of hey. viewers
0: speaking of uh, viewers
1: those of you that that are giving us Patreon money at the gin martinis level can like watch me and Dennis make faces at each other and stuff. What? Yeah, we we're, uh, we're, this is the video is being recorded, so all of that. Did You n- send me uh... all that nipple play you were doing before was uh, <laughs> really it's all there. Did it's you all, it's me, high
0: def. Uh, did you send me something that showed me what it looked like? No, I haven't. But You showed me something that said this is what it's like. You were no, talking about Zemcast.
1: No, no, no. That um we were briefly toying with um with publishing transcripts, but uh we decided we did not need any of this bullshit oh, in writing.
0: Way too much work. Way too so, much work.
1: So uh so but yeah. Uh if if uh you know for all of you that uh, go to patreon dot com slash happy hour you can, so, you can give hey, extra money.
0: I, I got to close with a bitch story. So Tuesday night at the old dog where I go all the time for my, my
1: Tuesday night at the old of music
0: dog. down there. They have an open mic night that I've gone to and I liked it. The guy who led the thing was a guitar player. good skill. And I've heard them play a couple of guitar tunes. I thought, you know, I'd like to play. So I thought it was at five o'clock, and as it turns out it was six, so I showed up down there way too early,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: four thirty, and and ended up talking to the guy and had a beer and met another guitar player that I played with a little bit in the band that I really like and had a great couple of beers just talking to people. Then I thought, well, I'll go across the street to Bell's and eat some wings and then I'll come back. And as I said to him, I said, I'd love to play a little blues harp with you when you open tonight. And he said, Oh, you're gonna stick around? I said, Yeah, I'll be back. And so uh, I go grab some wings come back and he starts about 10 minutes late about 10 after six and he's uh, opens up with some you know kind of almost a Bob singer railroad song you know which was interesting yeah. and after a minute or two he said, hey Dennis, why don't you uh, why don't you come up?" That's all right so I bring my stuff up and and he says, what do you, you got uh, you got I uh, I'm going to play something in the key of C. What, what harp do you have for that? And I said, well, I got F harp. He said, all right, let's, let's go with that. And when I blew it, he realized he was out of tune. And I said, well, as long as, you play, by your, as, long as you play by yourself, no one would notice. That's so true. Because you are uh. a musician and he said, Hey, that's right. And then he said, to be funny to the crowd, he said, I sounded good until this guy showed up, which was pretty funny, I thought.
1: Which was true, like that—that's—that's—that's that's a, that's a good joke that is sort of, right. Well, it's not that insulting to you, but
0: no, not at it's all. A good joke. really. And yeah. because I'm not out of tune, and right. so he found up. it and he said, "How about how about something Johnny Cash kind of?" And I said, "Oh sure, I'm ready to go with that." And so I, if you can play mark.
1: between C sharp and and D, I mean, like, if if he's out of tune, he, how can he you play with him? Oh, he, he tuned took it okay. minutes.
0: He took minutes um, and tuned it. Okay. And then he said, okay, I'm ready to go. And instead of singing a Johnny Cash song, he took a song that Cake did that is, that is a particular tune, a particular melody. And the words are about sitting in a, in a car and, and his baby's got to be next to him and you can't have a, a console in it, you know, and not consoles are not for him. And it's this funny song, but instead of singing it like they sing it, he makes up a tune that is kind of frantic, almost like it could have been if, if it was more controlled. It could be a Johnny Cash-like, you know, simple tune, but instead he was kind of all over the map. I had a hell of a time trying to play harp to it. And to make matters worse, he so he had the, the lyrics for one song playing it to another song. And he never stopped playing, and at no point did he kind of turn over to me and say, take out where hands and sort of uh-huh. let me play a little bit. Yeah. And he got done, and I kind of looked at him, and I went, and he, he you know, said, thank you, that. You, thank you, and, and I said, well, whatever. And um, then this other guy walked up, and he said, hey, let's do this to this other guitar player. And, uh, and he said, oh, yeah, let's do that. And I said, what do you, what do you got? And he said, we're going to do this and that Mary Jane and we're going to do it in a minor. And I said, Oh, a minor is rough for me. Yeah. You know, a major I can handle right off the bat because it's just off a little bit. And he said, okay. And, but, but then they just played it anyway. And because I was off, I put my harp down and went out and drank my beer and, uh, he he. As I was walking off the stage, he said, "What's up?" I said, "I can't play in a minor," and uh, and he said, "Okay, next time." So then, as soon as the song was over, was really, they did a nice job, really nice, a good applause. I went up and I said, "Okay," and uh, and <laughs> and and this time, the drummer who was drumming for the for the crazy, uh, uh, you know. You know, Cake song and the Johnny Cash sound alike had picked up a guitar and he said, Oh, you want to do this? He said to the other guitar player, and I said, What key? And he said, Oh, no, uh, this, this, that we, we don't, we don't need you for this. Uh, uh, We'll get you for the next one. And I said, Well, he said, I don't have a third mic. And I said, I don't need a mic. I said, Just give me the right key. Right. And he said, Gee. And I'll, I said, okay, I'll stand back here. And as it turned out, it was a dual guitar thing that had no room really for a uh-huh. harmonic at all. So the second time in a row, I set my heart and I went out and went to drink my beer. And they um, get done. They did a really nice job on this song. Very clever. They sang it together. They obviously know each other a long time. And I came up. And as I came up to, to try it one more time, I had to leave by seven. You know, and I've been there, I've waited for an hour and a half. I've been there waiting since six to actually play. And so I I started to get up and he introduced this other guitar player who started immediately into some kind of jazzy jam, which sounded fine. And I realized that I wasn't going to play. Yep. And, And so I started like packing up my harps and the guy comes down the staircase and pats me on the back like, nice job man or whatever and, and i wanted to say what the fuck so on the way out the owner of the bar who's i know and, and talk with her and, and she said well are you leaving and i said she said did you play i said well no i i didn't and not she really. said well why not and i said well because they didn't play anything that i could play with them i said that's all right and she said oh now you got to go i said yeah but i felt bad you know i felt kind of jerky like what the fuck? I mean, you're, you got an open mic night and you invite me up and then you don't, you don't even, you act like I'm fucking invisible.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I stopped recording about 25 minutes ago. So, all of that where you thought you were important, um, we, we're going to cut that. So. We're
0: going to cut it. If we didn't record it, you won't be doing any cutting, will you?
1: Uh, Well, actually. Good point. Good evening, my fair harp strummer. Strum harp. (laughs) Ciao, baby. Next time. All right. Leave it open. Okay, that does it for episode number 148. You can find the show notes, all the links to the things we talked about at happyhour.fm slash 148. And if you'd like to help us make this show and get access to that sweet, sweet video content, you can go to patreon.com slash happyhour. We would love all your donations. And we'll see you next week.